found. In a world of internet purchasing, virtual consultations, and confusing pricing options, we want to offer you Reprieve. We want to answer your tough questions and demystify hearing aids for you. We are offering you a unique opportunity now through March 15th. Just schedule a free hearing test and bring questions with you. We would be honored to share some insight into the hearing aid world with you. If you decide that new technology is what you need, we will discount your new purchase by 10%. You can save up to $650 on a new hearing aid purchase. It's time for clarity. You deserve it. EBA Hearing and Sound, 674-8920. That's 674-8920. Would you like to access your health information 24-7 on your phone or computer? Sheridan Memorial Hospital's patient portal, My Sheridan Health, is the answer. You can see your COVID-19 test results, look at your most recent labs, and even attend a video appointment with your physician in the comfort of your home or office. Find out how you can sign up by going to SheridanHospital.org and clicking on My Sheridan Health at the top of the page. Here's what people are saying about wrap plumbing and heating in Sheridan. Very professional, friendly, and fast. Wrap Plumbing and Heating did a great job within our budget. We appreciated their fast callback time, and they left no mess behind. Thank you, Wrap Plumbing and Heating, for your service, and I want to say that we're proud to recommend you to others. This is Dan Rapp of Wrap Plumbing and Heating. My crew and I work hard to exceed your expectations on all your plumbing needs. We pride ourselves on top-quality workmanship and thank all of our customers for their recommendations. I like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. That's right. You heard it here. If you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Need a plumber? Call Rap Plumbing and Heating. They'll get back to you, give you a free estimate, and have it done as quickly as possible. Rap Plumbing and Heating, 752-1844. Sell that vehicle hassle-free. Put money in the bank today from Hammer Chevrolet Troy Baker. Bob, if you have an extra vehicle and you want to turn it into cash, then come see us. We are looking to buy all makes and models. There is a huge demand for pre-owned vehicles right now. Once we inspect your vehicle and verify its condition, we'll give you a check the same day. So if you just want to sell your vehicle, we're ready to buy it. The fast, safe, and fair alternative to a trade-in or a private sale. Get cash today. Hammer Chevrolet, 107 East Houser. Online, HammerChevy.com. Are you looking to make extra cash and sell your unwanted items? Go to sharedomedia.com, post your items for free, or choose from our menu of options. You can have your items posted in the Country Bounty, read on Swap Shop, or listed on the front page of sharedomedia.com. Go to the classified section on sharedomedia.com. Let's get your items sold and turned into cash. If you're a business owner, you can post your employment opportunities. It's all right there. Classified section, sharedomedia.com. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning. Welcome to Public Pulse and happy Monday. I am joined this morning by Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce Chief Executive Officer Dixie Johnson. Good morning, Dixie. Good morning, Floyd. Now, how's your march been so far? Uh, We're, what, a a weekend? We're a weekend, and I can't believe that uh, this weekend we'll be turning our clocks ahead. 
Already. 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 Yeah. God, I don't know if it's just been uh, the lack of snow over the duration mm-hmm. of the winter, but I feel like it's just gone by pretty quickly. It uh, has. March is always one of those where we have, I think, high expectations that we're going to have wonderful weather. You know, it's so good. <laughs> it's going to be really nice. It's March. <laughs> and yet we usually end up with some, you know, terrible snowstorms and colder than expected temperatures like we're going to have this week. Although last week we enjoyed some early spring weather, didn't we, at the we beginning did. of last week? That was great. Unfortunately, it didn't hit so much on the weekend, which is what I think when everybody everyone is going to be out. Yeah, right, right. But that's okay. Um, we definitely, absolutely need moisture, and um, so to to get through the summer without it being too too hot and too dry too early. Hopefully, so anyway. I had to do a lot of uh, research on a show that we did when we were talking about water and snowpack, right. and in the course of that research, I was really surprised to learn that March is our snow month. Yeah, you know. It blew my mind. And it's usually when we get those snowstorms in March, even April, um, they can be just, I mean, they can be debilitating if they, you know, if you get that heavy, wet. Oh, yeah, like that snow. one first big one that we got uh, right. early on. Yeah. Right. And and I remember when I was a senior in high school here at Sheridan High School, uh, that was the April snowstorm that killed so many livestock that um, just shut down the community. I think we got three feet of snow at the end of April that year, and wow. it was—I I remember it. Um, it was—it was really pretty interesting. And the, the temperatures dropping. You know, usually I always thought, well, maybe I just assumed that March was basically the beginning of the end. You know, <laughs> and and here we are now. And March is going to end up being probably one of our worst months of the winter. So the chamber office has relocated. Right. We did just a couple of weeks ago, actually. Uh, we moved down the street, so just a little bit south from where we were. So we were located at 24 South Main, part of First Interstate Bank's building. And we really do want to um, acknowledge and thank First Interstate Bank for giving us the opportunity to utilize their space over the last three years. And just to give you a little bit of kind of background of what happened. So prior to that, so uh, we were located at 171 North Main, which is in the old Woolworth store, as everybody knows it, or now Surf Wyoming Bighorn designed their their building. At the time that we were in there, so th- about three years ago or so, um, was was the time when there was going to be a change of ownership of that entire building. And when that happened also um, – PJ Tridy and Bighorn Design was looking to expand, and we started having some conversations, and they were really needing our office space as he was purchasing the building from Mr. Nearimer, et cetera, et cetera. And so we had we, – we knew we needed to be looking for somewhere to go, and First Interstate Bank was um, – just stepped up and said, hey, we have some space in our in our bank that in kind of part of our bank the southern part of it that we're not utilizing and can actually be kind of blocked off or you know um separated a little bit from first interstate so if you were interested in in coming in there for you know however long you need you're welcome to to do that of course you know it was a lease but it was a month-to-month lease and and so um for the last three years we've just been really happy to be there but we've always been looking for some space that was was more um uh had the ability to have meetings you know which which we were a little bit constrained with some of the the space that we had and so we're excited to be able to have some of our meetings at our space 
um, and have that corner, which has great visibility, um, kind of as that front door to the community. It's really going to be exciting to see, you know, just to be on the corner of Works in Maine, um, what all what all kind of traffic we're going to see this summer. As we have a lot of people coming into the chamber, they look for resources, information about the community, whether it's relocation, uh, business contacts, etc. Um, or visiting, you know, we a lot of times we have people come in and and they're in visiting and want to know what to do. So we're happy to be able to be there and to have a little bit bigger presence. So we invite people to come by and see us at 54 South Main. Now, when it comes to going to like a new town, um, one thing that I always like to do is if I do need information, I go to the chamber. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and many people do. I mean, Absolutely, got, you've got maps, you've got information, you've got people who know the town in and out. It's a great spot just it to use as an information. Information source. Right, and we are an information source. And the nice thing that we have in our community is we also have a partner in Sheridan County Travel and Tourism that is still up in the office space we used to inhabit. So we used to be up at the Information Center oh, wow. in the same office. They were actually shared um, our office, and we were there for several years. Um, and and then as we all kind of started growing a little bit, the we were we were definitely constrained with some space there, um, and so we were able to move downtown. Gosh, that would have been eight-ish years ago that we moved downtown out of that space. But the nice thing about it is that we have more than one spot in our community for people to get information. Absolutely. Whether it's our office, whether it's up at Sheridan County Travel and Tourism, if they're pulling off the interstate. Um, Also, we have the Downtown Sheridan Association on Main Street. There's just a lot of, you know, the city hall. And, And then, you know, our goal is to try to make sure that people who are that that first point of contact with the public have the information. So that's why we do the community maps and we get those out and and distribute those around the community and our community guides because we want to really to um, really empower everybody to be able to, you know, talk, you know, talk with uh, some confidence about our community, you know, retain people here, just really be able to showcase what a, what a wonderful community we have. So, um, we're just one of the of many spots, but we're excited and, and happy to be there. So I hope people will come by and see us. Now, this is a permanent location for the foreseeable future. Absolutely. How long did it take you guys to get everything picked up and moved <laughs> on over? Well, we did that with the help of so many. And um, we had several businesses, either we worked with them um, to help us with it, or they volunteered or, or donated some things to us. Because when we moved out of our our previous location at 171 North Main into First Interstate Bank, we ended up selling most of our desks and leaving those with PJ. And then First Interstate Bank was gracious enough to let us use their desks. So we were kind of with – we were trying to figure out how are we going to make gotta, this happen without, yeah, without shelling out a, a lot of money that we don't necessarily have. And, and so Range stepped up and had some additional desks from what their remodel – that they offered to um, bring over to us. Oh, that's and they great. had uh, volunteers that brought over some items, so they helped us. We worked with Max Moving and Storage here locally, and we um, contracted with them to come in and help us actually move a lot of our stuff, and that was really great, a great resource to have. Um, we also had um, Emit, so one of our board members, uh, Michelle Butler, is with Emit, and she had some of her construction crew come help us out. So they volunteered as well. Um, but, you know, it took a lot with uh, PDS, our managed services with our server, range with all of our phones and internet and all of that. Um, top office products was great. 
Um, they helped put those desks together that Range was uh, was nice enough to give us. I hope I don't forget somebody. But, of course, he met, um, and then Max, and, and just everybody, and several of my board members also helped. And then my, my team, um, the staff that works at the chamber, they were phenomenal. Many hands. And, and a lot of times their, their spouses and families got pulled into <laughs> it, too. <laughs> Voluntold, right? <laughs> Voluntold. But it, it really did. Um, we had some really... When I was looking at scheduling it, I thought, wow, the weather's going to be really good, as we were talking about. It was going to be in the 50s, and it was probably 10 to 14 days out, but that changed quickly. And so we ended up with our move day being that Monday um, in early February, I think it was the 21st or something like that, where the weather was, the high was going to be four, and we were getting dumped on the snow. It was miserable. So extra credit goes out to all those who helped us. Wow. Yeah. Now they came in and they moved all that in those weather. Periods. It was it was not a whole lot of fun. But well done, guys. Yeah, yeah, well absolutely. done. Now for those who may be concerned, your phone number's not changing, the emails nope. aren't changing, nope. nothing electronic is changing. That's no, all everything's the same. the same. And we still have our PO box, which is seven oh seven, and we've had that for years, and we've not changed that either. Um, so. You can send mail to us at 54 South Main, or you can use our P.O. Box, which is 707. Fantastic. So now, folks, the only thing that's changed is location. So if you're in person visiting, that's where to head to. Is there anything else that's new? You got a lot of room now. Can you guys hold your big uh, board meetings there? We're going to be able to hold several of our meetings, and we're really excited. So as you know, we have five standing committees that, um, you know, that meet pretty much monthly. So our Ag and Natural Resources, our Ambassadors, our Business Retention Expansion, our Government Affairs, and our Leadership Sheridan County Steering Committee. Those are our five standing committees. So you can imagine there's already five meetings every month that we have to hold somewhere. And it's great to be able to go hold them around the community, but it's also going to be really nice to be able to hold them at our office from time to time. And so, and then we have our board meeting, our board executive committee meeting, and then just subcommittee meetings and task forces that meet from time to time. So we're excited about that to be able to have them and house them at our at our at our location. Um, eventually, you'll probably see some renovations and you know some tweaks here and there. But right now, we're just settling in and um, looking to you know make some changes as we as we grow in the space and as we can kind of afford that. <laughs> exactly, right? Just right. like everybody else, we got the new house. Now we got to wait. <laughs> now we got to wait. Mom wants to knock out a wall. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Congratulations on the new Thank location. You. That's fantastic. All right. When we come back, we're going to continue with your Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE 103.9 FM. Sheridan. of green grass, sunny days, and long drives down the fairway? Well, so are we. It's time to get ready for the 2022 season at Kendrick Golf Course. Rates are still extremely reasonable, making Kendrick Sheridan's best golf value. Take advantage of their preseason discounts and save even more. Discounted passes now on sale at City Hall or online at SheridanWY.gov through March 31st. The snow will be gone and the grass will be greening up before you know it. Don't miss out. Play this season at Kendrick Golf Course. 
The McTeacher Nights are coming back to McDonald's on Coffin Avenue. That's right, Thursday, March 10th, 5 to 8 p.m. Coming to McDonald's on Coffin Avenue. Have a great meal, and then a portion of the proceeds will benefit Coffin Elementary School. You'll be served by some of your favorite teachers and administrators, and of course, the great McDonald's team. It's back. McTeacher Night, Thursday, March 10th, 5 to 8 p.m., benefiting Coffin Elementary School. McTeacher Night will be at the Coffin Avenue location only. Time is speeding away, and tax time is just around the corner. But don't worry, Cloud Peak Accounting is there to help. They've made your tax experience easier by streamlining their process with new technology and procedures to give you a faster turnaround time for your taxes, and therefore less stress for you. Let Cloud Peak Accounting show you how fast it can be to get your taxes done. After all, sometimes speed matters. Visit cloudpeakcpa.com. The Transportation Department of Sheridan County School District 2 is currently seeking motivated, knowledgeable professionals to join their team in three separate positions, part-time bus drivers, a full-time lead mechanic, and an assistant transportation director. These jobs are well-paid and extremely important to the safe transportation of students throughout the district. For more information, visit them online at scsd2.com. That's scsd2.com. Come celebrate St. Patty's Day in grand style with the Irish band Dervish. This six-member band, renowned for their live performances around the world, will take the Y.O. stage Thursday, March 17th at 7.30 in a splash of Irish culture. at the Y.O. Theater, March 17th. Get your tickets now at the Y.O. Theater box office or online at yotheater.com. You never know what he's doing, right? That's what I love about it. All right. Welcome back to Public (laughs) Pulse, brought to you by Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am joined by the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson. And we were just discussing the big move. (laughs) And uh, we were discussing... Commercials and uh, how fun they are. (laughs) All right. So uh, uh, jumping now that we're kind of coming out of uh, this big COVID thing, and I'm going to knock on some wood right there. uh, What are you hearing in regards to supply chain issues amongst the business uh, businesses here in Sheridan? Are people still having a lot of trouble? They are. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. You know, and I I guess it depends on the industry. And it depends a little bit on the on the um, you know their products and what they're trying to get. But we so we had recently um, an Ag and Natural Resources Committee meeting. At our last meeting, there were some conversations around supply chain and worker shortage and concerns about um, the workers coming into the workforce and them having 
you know, looking at different options or maybe applying for things that traditionally they would there was always a lot of candidates for. Um, supply chain at our Government Affairs Committee, several different industries were represented there, and many of them are saying they're having to be very, very creative in even repairing like a lot of equipment. If they, if they have a fleet or if they have big equipment that they're looking to repair, oftentimes it might be one little item that you is, is integral to repairing that piece of equipment that they're having to find creative ways around it because that might be the one thing that they can't get. So I think it really still is um, a, a huge challenge and barrier for many of our industries. Um, I know there's still some, you know, food supply chain shortages. Um, of course, we're probably going to see some additional supply chain shortages with um, the recent Russian in invasion of Ukraine. Right. You know, when we talked to it, the, I was on a, a, a webinar or a Zoom session actually with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce last week, and they were talking about, you know, some of what we can anticipate um, and, and so and what our small businesses need to be kind of aware of and definitely could be some more supply chain shortages. Um, there's also an increased and a heightened awareness of um, their thinking increased cyber attacks as well on our small businesses. So that's really important for businesses to start really looking at their levels of protection, you know, the multi-user authentication or um, and, and different things that they can incorporate. So, um, you know, we're going to have some information in our Ignite conference to help address some of those things. But also, Cyber Wyoming is um, has a lot of they're they're starting their new um, cybersecurity challenge. We've had several winners in Sheridan and from Sheridan over the last number of years, and those are businesses who, no charge to them, go through a whole process of learning how to make sure that they are more secure in their businesses. And I think right now it is important for you, even as a smallest business, to think, you know, do I have something in place where my employees aren't opening emails or attachments and just little things like that that could that could subject you to some you know major attack and so you have to be really really careful and so more information will be coming out I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper with the US Chamber and really stay on top they have some great experts that are looking at what we need to be sharing as far as information wise down to our small small businesses throughout the country and it's so vitally important nowadays mm -hmm. to have this level of internet security um everybody goes through those uh the chain phone calls right or the scam phone calls we right. talk about them quite often here on the show uh and and phishing mm -hmm. a lot of these individuals these scammers uh criminals they'll attack small businesses looking for something as simple as email addresses mm -hmm. Uh, that's that's all that they want because once they have that list of email addresses, well, now they've got a list of victims that they can try right. and, and scam off of. Right. And it's just so important and vital for even our small businesses to really make sure that customers are protected mm -hmm. and with pay nowadays that their employees are mm -hmm. protected as well. Absolutely. And and these scammers and, uh, you know, foreign hackers, what we used to call them when I was a kid, uh, are, are getting so good at, at this information phishing. Mm -hmm. And they're always creating new ways and new looks and new approaches, and that's the thing. You can't just say, okay, now I have this these levels of protection and now I'm good. It's something you have got to continuously, you know, be working on, you know, and 
Um, we have some wonderful, you know, businesses and providers here in our community that we rely on. But and even if you do have somebody who is doing a lot of that on your behalf, a managed services provider, you still need to be. You can't just say, "Oh, good, we have a managed services provider. We, you know, we're good." You still have to make sure that you have some of those policies in place. You know, where especially larger employers, where it might be one little email that comes through to an employee that looks authentic and completely think, innocent, and yeah, and actually can just um, really wreak havoc. So, um, very, very important. And and from what we're hearing from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, will continue to be another um, big challenge for our, our small businesses along with some supply chain issues. Um, of course, we know the worker shortage crisis is, is still amongst us as well. Um, hopefully that's getting starting to get a little bit better, but we have, um, when I went to the Wyoming Working Together Conference last fall in Riverton, we had a gentleman with the International Economic Development Council speaking to us, and he was talking about the number of baby boomers that are retiring um, and leaving jobs that they don't have the numbers to come in and fill and backfill those positions. Granted, technology is eliminating some jobs, but probably not fast enough. And so part of it's just a numbers game. I mean, we have more people retiring than we have filling those, yeah. you know, coming into the workforce. So there's that. There's also just all of the other challenges um, that really came to, to light because of the pandemic, you know, and still as a result of. Well, and and – like you were talking about, you know, with this uh, labor shortage, it, 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 has anybody come up with another reason besides that, um, the generational? I think there's multiple reasons, and that's what we're hearing, is that it isn't just one reason. It's it's multiple reasons. And, um, you know, people taking, when the, when the pandemic occurred, and we've talked a lot about this, that, uh, again, amongst the U.S. Chamber and, and experts who are way more intelligent than I am, right, that... Um, and so I listened, and I, you know, a lot of them are talking about the fact that there was a, a time when the pandemic was amongst us that people had to kind of stop. Lives were just going, and they were they were busy, and they were taking their kids to daycare or to school, and and they were getting on with their jobs, and they were just living their lives, you know, based on everybody yeah. was on shampoo, and rinse, had, repeat. And then all right? of a sudden, it was like, oh, we need to stop. You no longer can you you know take your kids to school for a little while, or childcare centers were closed down, or whatever. And they started seeing some some changes probably in their accounts, like childcare costs. I mean, I think that was some of it. And then with the limited availability of childcare, even after the pandemic, or the challenges in having your children in childcare, um, I think some people made decisions, made life-altering mm-hmm. decisions to either look for an opportunity where they could work remotely full-time and not have to do the child care um, and or, or say, you know what, look at what we're seeing in our bank account from, you know, being able to not have to pay yeah. for child care. Let's, let's one of us stay home and the other one, you know, I mean, yeah, I think we're yeah. seeing let's some find people something who are, else, yeah. have left the workforce because of that. And, you know, that is, that's really interesting and um, I think – sociologists are going to be looking at this for quite some time. Definitely. Then you think about the stimulus checks and uh, all of the, you know, what our, what our country did, which was need, they needed to do to stimulate the economy, but also it, it probably changed some people's way of thinking. And culturally, uh, you know, was this shift, is this going to be permanent? You know, a lot of people that I've talked to, uh, I've got family who have said uh, they told us not to come back to work. They, you know, they figured out we can work remotely, mm-hmm. and it saves everybody a dime. So, 
there's there's entire companies who were saying, you know what, this is just the way we do things now. Yeah. And and you know these huge office buildings uh, that were once full of cubicles, right, may go the way of the dodo mm-hmm. eventually. Well, my daughter, uh, you know, as a result of the pandemic, had an opportunity to relocate back to where she grew up, back here. Um, and retain her job with a company in Florida wow. that prior to the pandemic, they were not, they had a few that did some, some contractors that did some remote work, but then now they're all remote. They have no office building and everybody that they hire is a remote worker. So because of that, I'm excited because now I have uh, another grandchild right. that is living <laughs> close to me and I get to get to spoil and and it's just wonderful to be able to be there to support our daughter and her husband. Um, and so I'm thrilled with that. But so there's some really, you're right, though, sociologists, it's going to be um, an yeah. interesting study for many years to come. An odd cultural shift mm-hmm. that uh, we didn't really expect. And could you imagine going to work and meeting with uh, your fellow employees and you've never seen each other face to face? Only through a Zoom call mm-hmm. at the most. And Jerry's in Texas, and John is in Alaska, right. and we've never met each other, right. but we all depend on one another. What a what a alien concept! <laughs> it really is. I mean, it? to just be spread that far, because I mean, usually, even when people worked remote, you all met at least once mm-hmm. a month mm-hmm. in one centralized location, and that might not be uh, the case anymore. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> All right, we've got some uh, business after hours. We can... uh, Absolutely. Well, let me just tell you, too, usually when I'm on Public Pulse, it's the week of our chamber lunch program. Right. And so, but I wanted to make sure everybody knew, those people who might have it on their calendar for the second Wednesday of every month, that's usually, that's when we do it. However, we decided to change and shift that date to accommodate this year's legislative session schedule calendar. So, because our March lunch... Um, historically and traditionally, and we love to hear from our legislators following session, because they're still in session this week, we went ahead and shifted it to March 23rd. So okay. our chamber lunch program will be two weeks from this Wednesday and just wanted to make sure everybody uh, knew that. We can talk a lot of, a little bit about it um, here in a minute, but um, next week is our normal business after hours. So the third Wednesday of the month, we have business after hours, and we are back to um, for all intents and purposes, to kind of a normal schedule again. God, We're excited to be back there. <laughs> does that feel good? <laughs> it really does. Last month, we had a great business after hours that was co-hosted by Padlock Ranch and Landon's Greenhouse um, out at Landon's. Um, we got to sample some of the Padlock Premium Beef. We had a great oh. turnout, and um, it was really neat to see Landon's, um, their little remodel renovation that they did in their um, in their shop. And so it's exciting. Again, looking for... You know, getting excited about flowers and plants and all of that too. So check check them out, and you can get some padlock beef on pad, um, padlockranch.com too. Wow. Their beef. So anyway, that was great. But this week or this month, okay, a week from Wednesday, I want to make sure I get this clear. <laughs> March 16th, 5 to 7 p.m., 
We're going to have business after hours out at the Bighorn Y. So they're located at 7088 Coffee Avenue. That's out at the junction. Everybody knows where the junction is, right? Um, 5 to 7 p.m. It's open to everybody. Come on out. Make some great connections. And Bonnie's really excited to be able to host business after hours. And we're excited to be there on March 16th. So we've got that coming up. And I'll bet it's great just to be able to get in there and see everybody again. You it know? is. And the host businesses, you know, they all always do a great job. There's door prizes that we will spin a wheel for door prizes. So we ask you to register in advance if you can, but you can register at the event. And then your name gets put into our prize wheel, if you will. And then we do door prize drawings. Also, if you attend um, any business before or business after hours throughout the year, then at the end of the year, we draw for $100 in chamber bucks. So um, you go into that pot, and the more times you attend, the more your chances increase. And that's a nice dinner right there. All right, so lunchtime conversations about open spaces. What is this all about? So they're back. We actually started this, and I say we, it was actually um, an effort of the Chambers Ag Natural Resources Committee uh, back in 2020. Actually, in January and February, we had two two of the lunchtime conversation sessions, um, and we had a great turnout. And so this is really, it's just like what, it's, what, it, what it talks about. It's conversations. It's discussions. It's for us to um, have an opportunity to, to kind of explore um, and, and, and bring to light some different perspectives and um, really around our open spaces because they're so important to all of us, right? Um, so we started the Lunchtime Conversations about Open Spaces in 2020. Then we took a break for a while, and the, the committee um, brought those back. We started on February 22nd. We had our first Lunchtime Conversations down at Luminous at noon. Um, and that one was about the role of private land and public working lands. We had four panelists, but we don't just hear from panelists. We also encourage that discussion from We're people who are looking for attend. a dialogue, yeah. Right. It really is about the dialogue. And who knows, we, we, um, we might have some solutions or some, uh, some, some things that come out of it that we want to explore a little bit further. But we had panelists. Um, we had Sean Parker with Sheridan County Travel and Tourism. We had Kale Century Reno, um, who's the director of the Wyoming Wilderness Association. Uh, we had John Chase with Chase Properties. Um, and we also had Doug and Stephanie Masters with the Masters Ranch. So we were having, we had a panelist, those who were kind of about the private, the public land and also private lands and different perspectives. And then throughout the, um, the discussion, there's, we set out different um, cards on tables to just encourage people to write down their notes, think about some questions they might want to bring up, and then it is open discussion. Oh, that's so, fantastic. But these little notes, if, I, if I'm not a good public speaker, uh, I can just write a question down on my little card. Absolutely. And it'll absolutely. Be Nobody has to speak, oh, but everybody's great. welcome to. They are no charge. Um, we encourage people to support local restaurants by grabbing a lunch and bringing it with you and sitting down and enjoying your lunch at Luminous. They open up early for us, so we can, and we appreciate that, so we can have these there. Um, so our next one in our series, so we had the first one February 22nd. The next one is March 22nd, and that will specifically be outdoor recreation and its impacts. And, um, and then on April 26th, we'll have... Um, it focused on effects of land use policies, and then on May 24th, it'll be more of a discussion of where do we go from here. So, again, this is our the Chambers Ag and Natural Resources Committee, but we do that in partnership with many of that are 
that are part of that Ag and Natural Resources Committee, and also want to um, encourage and acknowledge the Sheridan Community Land Trust, Sheridan County Conservation District, and Wyoming Wilderness Association, who also are partners and part of our Ag Committee. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we return, we will continue with the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM. A great meal that benefits a great cause. The Knights of Columbus Lenten Fish Fry Dinner, 4.30 to 7 o'clock this Friday, March 11th at 301 East Brundage in Sheridan. Tickets are $12 a person or $50 for a family. This year's meal will be takeout and shut-in delivery only. Proceeds benefit the Holy Name Catholic School Tuition Assistance Fund. For shut-in delivery, call 672-0936. The Knights of Columbus Fish Fry Dinner, this Friday at Rodolini Hall, where the Knights of Columbus meet. This is Alicia Cox with Harker Mellinger, LLC. Since 1983, Harker Mellinger has been a leading accounting firm in Sheridan. We are here to help you succeed in your business and provide services which are customized to meet your financial needs and allows you to spend more time managing your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. 672-0785 in Sheridan. Harker Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going, not where you've been. When you're in pain, it causes stress. Even minor pain is telling you something's not right, and early detection is the best path to relief. Make a call to Dr. Colin Hardy of Atlas Chiropractic. Not only can he alleviate your pain, but also reduce physical stress and boost and maintain proper immune system function. Chiropractic is a natural immune booster. With each adjustment, they're not only supporting the central nervous system through proper spinal function and alignment, but also stimulating and strengthening the immune system by removing nerve interferences and stressors that can drag it down. Call 307-672-6000 for details and scheduling with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Here's what people are saying about wrap plumbing and heating in Sheridan. Very professional, friendly, and fast. Wrap Plumbing and Heating did a great job within our budget. We appreciated their fast callback time, and they left no mess behind. Thank you, Wrap Plumbing and Heating, for your service, and I want to say that we're proud to recommend you to others. This is Dan Rapp of Wrap Plumbing and Heating. My crew and I work hard to exceed your expectations on all your plumbing needs. We pride ourselves on top quality workmanship and thank all of our customers for their recommendations. I like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. That's right. You heard it here. If you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Need a plumber? Call Rap Plumbing and Heating. They'll get back to you, give you a free estimate, and have it done as quickly as possible. Rap Plumbing and Heating, 752-1844. 752-1844. Part-time employment at $17 to $18 an hour with a pro-rated benefits package that includes sick leave, vacation, retirement contributions, and paid holidays? Sheridan County Fulmer Public Library is currently looking to hire a friendly, positive person to manage their Wyoming room. They'll supervise and manage volunteers, assist patrons, and oversee acquisition of Wyoming room materials. If this sounds good to you, get your application packet online today at SheridanYOLibrary.org. 
Welcome back to Public Pulse on this Monday, brought to you by Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. I am joined this morning by the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson. We've been discussing upcoming events and happenings of your chamber. And Dixie, uh, we've got a chamber lunch program this month. Kind of a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Not that all of them are not, but this one, if you've got questions about some of the new laws that are going to be hitting the books, this would be the lunch to attend. Yeah, we uh, we typically try to have a post-legislative session program in March, and so our chamber lunch program will be March 23rd. Um, it's open to anybody to attend. It's 1130. It costs $20 per person and includes a full lunch buffet. Uh, we're having lasagna and all the fixings for with for lunch, um, and it, it will be held at the Ramada Plaza by Wyndham, which is the prior Holiday Inn. So please come out. We do ask for registrations in advance. You can register on our website at SheridanWyomingChamber.org. You can look for a chamber online email um, and standalones that come out from our chamber if you're a chamber member. You can give us a call at the chamber at six seven two two four eight five or stop down at fifty four South Main. We'll get you registered. Um, and the reason we ask for registrations in advance advances because then with that gives us the ability to give a number to our host food and count. So they can yeah, food count and, and make sure that we have plenty for everybody. Um, but we're expecting and hoping for a strong turnout from our delegation. Um, it, right now it's really hard because they're all very much involved in the legislative session. Um, but we did reach out to them prior to, made the adjustment to our our date and time, or not time, but our date. And uh, so we're expecting to have um, at least half, if not more than half, of our delegation there. And, you know, when it comes to this year's session, uh, everyone really does have have it their arms in and up to their elbows um, with redistricting. And, and the. I mean, It's so what, difficult with it being a budget session when we have in 20 days. Yeah. It makes it really, really, really challenging. And they've got plenty of challenges with the redistricting on top of the budget um, and, you know, on top of discussing ARPA funds, and you know, there's just a lot. And and right now we're just dealing with inflation, with uncertainty at the you know world level, national level. That it, I think it's even more challenging this year. Absolutely. Uh, the, the, I think the only big advantage is we're not in the hole like we were. Uh, last right. budget session where we were so concerned about how we were going to get things paid right. for. But we're still going to have to work hard to figure some things out going forward. Or they are, we are, all of us together. And um, the nice thing about our post-legislative session program is that it gives an opportunity for them, for our delegation, um, to talk to us, our legislators to talk to us about some of the happenings, but it also gives us an opportunity to ask questions back to them. So, uh, again, uh, you don't have to be a chamber member to attend, but you do. Um, we do ask that you register in advance, and it is $20 a person. Uh, full lunch buffet is included, so um, let us know if you're interested in, in attending. It'll be March 23rd. And you don't even have to be a business owner. Now, if you've got some tough questions that you would like to ask these individuals, you can do it right then and there. Okay, so... Is there anything that you've been watching in particular in regards to legislature this year? Uh, just a there were quite a few bills um, early on that we didn't know if they would actually be a, move forward mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, there were a lot that we were watching. Um, everything from the proposed fuel tax. You know, really, what we're trying to keep focused on is anything that is going to impact our businesses and our business community yeah. and make sure that we're advocating that for, you know, we want every we want our businesses to be strong and thrive, and that's really our goal. So we've been watching, staying connected on a weekly calls with the Wyoming Business Industry Federation Partnership, also having um, 
having a Gail Simmons, who's um, part of our government affairs committee, call in during our government last government affairs committee, um, really watching and, and seeing what's happening with the redistricting and also with the um, you know the ARPA funds and also again with the budget and making sure that um, that our businesses can be healthy and and really thrive and so um, that's what we've been doing is kind of keeping an eye on on what's happening down there and we're excited to hear from our um, delegation. I think we have a strong yeah, delegation. Yeah, I do too. Um, and so, yeah, we're 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 looking forward to our lunch program. Hopefully, we'll get a strong turnout from our members and the community. Uh, I'm really curious to see where they take this redistricting. Um, the house's <laughs> the house's district does not look like the Senate's district. No. I, th- I thought it was over, and uh, we're going to end up back at the drawing table. All right, ignite! It is on the way. Ignite conference. This will be our seventh Ignite conference, and we had, you know, had kind of planned to have it this last fall, but then we saw a surge in the Omicron virus and all of that. So we ended up deciding that it would be better to to just kind of wait and see what happened, and and we'd have it this year if we were able to. And so we are excited. We're going to have the Ignite Conference on May 3rd. A couple things I wanted to talk about today because I know I'll be back before then so I can talk a little bit about it. But we do have some sponsorships available if anybody's interested in sponsoring. Um, We have um, early bird registrations will be opening up this week and run through the end of the month. So you get a a discount on on the conference uh, registration fee if you you sign up early, sign up your employees early. the sessions, the conference is a full-day conference. There's 16 sessions and a keynote speaker, and the 16 sessions means that we have four different blocks of time that we have four concurrent sessions running during those. So you can choose or which ones to go to. You don't have to choose in advance. And we are partnering again with Impact Sheridan uh, for an entrepreneurial track that is incorporated into it. But we'll have sessions on business growth, uh, marketing and HR, leadership, etc. So there's a lot for um, both you running your business, your employees, first-time uh, supervisors, etc. There's something for everybody in our Ignite conference. Now, this is basically a conference that uh, looks at small business ownership, uh, looks at opportunities that are out there that we might not know about. Uh, what other things are we looking at when we attend a conference? What can I learn? Well, hopefully a lot. You know, the idea when you go to a conference or any kind of a a training is a lot of times it's like information overload. So we encourage people to really, you know, start, take take great notes, Um, but then come back at the end. And at the end of the conference, we'll have a wrap-up session and and really talk about how you can take all the information um, and drill it down into a few things that can be implemented Maybe right away, maybe a few things that you want to implement in a few months, or et cetera, et cetera. But um, it is great. We have some wonderful trainers and some wonderful information um, that will be shared. We have everything from uh, – I'll give you an idea of a couple of the sessions. We have one on business transition planning. We have one on cybersecurity strategies and techniques for everyone. Or, or for everyone. We have one on um, time management uh, and the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. We have uh, Bookkeeping Essentials for your new venture. That's one of our entrepreneur, entrepreneurial ones. Uh, management by Numbers. Uh, we have one on an- understanding and using Canva for small business marketing. There's just a lot of different wow. options, and we'll have all of that out this week. 
to show the different sessions, and we're looking forward to a great turnout. That's brought to us by our Business Retention and Expansion Committee. And that BRE committee also, I wanted just to mention, is holding a Chamber Coffee also on March 24th. Let's talk about that Chamber Coffee. We've got a couple minutes left. What are we going to be looking at there? So Chamber Coffee, we started those in 2011, and because we are the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, um, we like to make sure that we have specific time that we get to spend in some of our outlying communities because a lot of our business ends up, ends up being consumed and taken taking place right here in yeah, Sheridan, yeah. right? Um, and so we love to be able to have chamber coffees, and we haven't had them since the pandemic started. So we're excited um, and really thank the Tongue River Valley Community Center out in Dayton. That's where we'll be holding our business retention and expansion committees, chamber coffee, on March 24th, 8 a.m., free, open to anyone to attend. And we do invite area businesses, education, town leaders to come and have some coffee with us and uh, at the Tongue River Valley Community Center on March 24th at 8 a.m. And I love being able to go out to the smaller communities out here because uh, there are businesses out there. You know, just take a Saturday and go explore we have some wonderful, yeah. wonderful small businesses in our outlying areas. And some of the best parts about that is, the, you know, you take that nice drive out there, you look at your your scenic byway, and you might end up finding a charming little shop that you didn't know was there, and you return to it time and time again. And, Dixie, i got about two minutes left, and uh, you and I haven't been able to talk about the Chamber of Excellence Awards. I, could you just announce uh, the winners of that uh, in our last couple of minutes? Right. So last month we had our Awards of Excellence, which we do annually. Um, it's a process that starts, in fact, it's already started this year for next year. Um, and um, we're really excited. We had four different categories and we had wonderful recipients, a great turnout at our chamber lunch. We had our community champion recipient, however, which was voted on by our membership was Sheridan County YMCA. So congratulations to Liz and her crew for doing a great job. Uh, Strength of Sheridan Award went to Centennial Theater, so congratulations to Bill and Kelly Campbell uh, for also being, you know, there and hanging in there through the pandemic, but but, but creating a great experience for for our community members for years and years and years. Um, our business of the year was L&H Industrial, so uh, congrats to Jay Will here locally and everything that L&H does in our community to support. And then our business person of the year, um, congratulations to Joe Wright, who is the CEO of Kennan. All right, Dixie, I want to thank you for stepping up this morning, coming in a little bit early. Uh, always good to see you, and uh, I'm looking forward to that Ignite conference, that time management slot. That sounds like something just about everybody can <laughs> right? go learn a little bit more about that, right? All right, so this has been Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Cheers. Exciting things are happening at Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits as we roll out our latest new menus. Off of our big plate menu, let's highlight the way Frackleton's serves up a pork chop dinner. French pork chops, farm to fork from Young's Farm near Parkman, grilled and served with mashed potatoes, 
Harrogate Burt, and a Fig Mustard Reduction. Frackleton's recommended wine pairing is as Oregon Pinot Gris. Where good food is good mood at Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits, downtown Sheridan. Moss Holders Design Center is here to help you create a space that you'll love. If you're relocating, remodeling, or just refreshing your home, Moss Holders' talented design team can help you through the process. With free in-home consultations, Moss Holders will be able to find the furniture and finishing touches that work best with your space, your lifestyle, and your budget. So if you want to change the look of just one room or furnish an entire home, Moss Holders designers can get it done. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. If you are a motivated individual in search of a satisfying career and positive team culture, then keep listening. First Federal Bank and Trust is hiring a loan servicing operations team member. Competitive pay and outstanding benefits are just some of the reasons you'll love your career with us. Visit efirstfederal.bank slash careers or our Facebook page for information on how to apply. First Federal Bank and Trust is an equal opportunity employer. bagged your trophy elk. Now, imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. The Wyoming Stock Growers Association and the Young Producers Assembly host Burke Tykert in an educational event titled Profitable Ranching, Thursday, March 10th from 11 to 4 at Sheridan's Ramada Plaza. Whether experienced in agriculture or one of the younger generation, this session will provide tools to positively impact change from your local operation to national policy. Registration is $50 and includes lunch. Register today online at wysga.org or by calling 307-638-3942. Like most families, the Alpha Graphics family continues to grow and evolve to better serve their friends and customers throughout Northeast Wyoming. As part of that growth, Alpha Graphics owners Matt and Nadine Gale have acquired longtime printer Sheridan Printing. If you're looking for large or small format printing, graphic design, or marketing services, look no further than Alpha Graphics, 2266 North Main Street in Sheridan, or online at alphagraphicsheridan.com. A great meal that benefits a great cause. The Knights of Columbus Lenten Fish Fry Dinner, 4.30 to 7 o'clock this Friday, March 11th at 301 East Brundage in Sheridan. Tickets are $12 a person or $50 for a family. This year's meal will be takeout and shut-in delivery only. Proceeds benefit the Holy Name Catholic School Tuition Assistance Fund. For shut-in delivery, call 672-0936. The Knights of Columbus Fish Fry Dinner, this Friday at Rodolini Hall, where the Knights of Columbus meet. From Jill Bates in the Best Game Studio, brokered by EXP, News Talk 930. K-R-O-B. 